0: week's voice party is brought to you by iopvideo.com we're all stuck inside and content is king right now so if you want to create some content have some video shot advertise your small business start a podcast whatever check out iopvideo.com we do it all and we will do it all for you iopvideo.com we make things look pretty So welcome to the voice party, everybody. We got a very special guest with us today. No, we go ahead and introduce yourself.
1: What's good? What's good?
0: Hey, hey, hey. There you go. So, No, we tell the people what you do.
1: Man, uh, it'd probably be easier to tell you what I don't do. But, uh, <laughs> not, but mainly uh, right now I'm, I'm a music video director, editor, um, I do a lot of beat production. Uh, man, yeah, lots of stuff like that. That's my main focus as of right now.
2: That's what's up. That's what's up. Yep. Yeah, He's he also is. an incredible MC. Don't let him sell himself short.
1: Yeah, yeah, artist, too. I should say that. I should say it, I haven't yeah. hit the booth in a while, though, but definitely.
3: That, you there know you what? <laughs> I, I remember, I don't know you personally that well, man. Yeah, I remember you were in a group with one of my homebase, uh, scam like way back in high school. Oh, yeah,
1: the starter days. Hell yeah, starter.
3: There you go. That's my to boy Abram, <laughs> Abram and AJ.
1: Yep, J Diz, J Diz. <laughs> yeah. yeah, did you yes, go to Richmond yeah. High or did you go to I went school to with... High with those two? Yeah, oh, okay. Nah, J yeah. Diz went to school with me. Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right. Yeah, yeah but I damn near high. might I as well say Richmond High. Shit. Yep,
3: yeah, I went to middle school with those guys in Helms, and I remember. I remember that I just, I just see I saw you from afar, and aside from that, the other time I saw you was when you. Well, I, I heard they mention your name when you were gonna star. You were gonna do the part I did for for Joaquin's uh, uh music video.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I forgot about that. Yep. The Devils Do, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which was produced by Novi, Yes, sir. Man. Dope
3: track, man. That right song. on. Yeah, I, you know what? I gave the credit to Joaquin when I first heard it. Like, oh man, he's you know I thought he did it all himself. Then. Then I heard you did it. And I was like, oh, "Okay, I've heard of this guy before. I know what you can do." So, how, yeah. how long exactly have you been involved with music?
1: Man, it's been it's been forever. <clears throat> I started uh, I started rapping when I was like, I think twelve. It was super on the under though. Like, I didn't like telling anybody about it because I thought I, motherfuckers would look at me like I'm weird for it. But uh, you know, started out with like a tape recorder and and just some. I think it was like seventies rock instrumentals or something like that on a cd and just me and my little brother rapping over those and then recording it playing it back listening to it and all that so it's been a long time and i'm 30 now so it's been yeah
3: been a lot of years and and so so right now you're more involved with like producing beats and, and, and and film
1: well music videos right is that that's what you said earlier right yeah yeah yeah. so mainly right now i mean i you know i've i've been a recording artist for a long time but for some reason i haven't had the inspiration to make like a album or anything lately so it's just been kind of like mainly focused on what i know i'm inspired to do right now which is beat production and like i said music videos as well but i also do other stuff like you know, commercial work and and uh, and wedding cinematography, real estate stuff like that too.
3: Oh, nah, okay. So you're a, a, a fellow filmmaker. These guys, well, you know. Yep. That's, it's, it's crazy because like that, <clears throat> you not being able to do that music video got me involved with these two guys. Oh, nice. Uh, ended up in turn, we created this man. So I, right. I appreciate you not having time to do that. <laughs> <And> that was- <laughs> hey,
2: yeah, you're welcome. I I, I will say this. I would hope that, you know, for the listeners out there and as well as you guys, I haven't told anybody this. Um, And of course, if it's not cool, Phil could always go back and edit it out. But Roby and I did a song together, and that's going on my first album, Tales to Astonish. So hopefully, if we make a music video out of that bad boy, he'll show up for that one.
1: Hell
3: yeah.
0: This is
1: versatile. I got you. You feel
3: me? Yes, sir. Hey, who who are some of your influences, man, music wise? Because you mentioned you rapped over '70s rock. Now that got me curious. Because I'm I'm a big I'm big man. I'm a metalhead, you know. So like, right. I also like hip hop, but uh, <clears throat> and, and classic rock. So like, I want to know some of your influences.
1: Yeah. So I mean, growing up, I was really. I mean, of course, you know, the Bay Area. forefront people you listen to e40 you listen to you know be legit and a bunch of other people but for some reason i was super like inspired by east coast music too so like and i I think part of it had to do with i used to go to um rasputin's back in the day like back when it was like you know you had a walkman or you had like uh you know you know a cd player and shit like that and they used to sell like um they used to sell new york mixtapes Over there, so I got like super into you know different artists. Well, especially like Mob Deep is a huge influence, Um, Jedi Mind Tricks, um, you know, Ill Bill, of course, like Eminem and different people like that. 50 Cent, you know, top five for sure. So, yeah, a lot of that, a lot of the East Coast, you know, Midwest influence as well.
2: See, that's why I liked your production so much when I first met you and why I'm I'm still one of your primary patrons is because, you know, even though, like, you know, I hop between the South and the West Coast. Like, and I spent my childhood in Arkansas, but didn't really discover rap until I came out here in middle school. And even then, it was the East Coast people that drew me. Uh And then, like, you know, folks from Chicago, maybe, so Midwest and stuff. And so there is a sound, like, I'm a sucker for, like, You said it yourself. No, when when I uh, recorded uh, the go to work fitness theme, which is going on one of my projects eventually, because most people don't know it's a whole song. When I bought that beat from you, you were like, "You like them sample sample beats?" Like, yeah, right. (laughs) And like, you know, that that just that even though my um, my lyrical content doesn't always um, doesn't always match like uh, like the diplomats, the energy though always appealed to me. So I'm like over there. You know, rapping about just doing a, a blue-collar day job, you know what I mean, <laughs> and working out, and be rapping yourself. over this, like, Mel Santana-style production beat, just banging. Like, I should be talking uh-huh. about shooting people, but I'm not. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> what, what is you it know, that catches you? You hear more about, like, East Coast
3: rap than West, or well, like, I guess you'd say Bay Area. Is it more that, like, like West Coast and Bay Area rap is more kind of like party-type hip-hop?
1: Man, that's a really good question. I would say, like, kind of what Joaquin was talking about as far as, like, samples back in the day really caught my ear. So, like, how are you saying, like, diplomats and the heat makers who are their producers, that shit is, like, super sample heavy, like, old school choir samples and, you know, blues and and hell other shit like that. And then you've got Alchemist. Like, Alchemist is definitely – like, as far as production-wise, my inspirations would be Alchemist, Kanye – um, heat makers, Of course Dr. Dre is a west coast dude But when you're talking about definitely. east coast uh, Enemy of mankind Different people like that Those are definitely people So yeah like sample heavy stuff And like boom bap shit Just I don't know it just took me to a different place You know what I mean Like I grew up in the hyphy movement too So I was all I was ten toes deep in that too But yeah, as far as You know with music stuff It was like I, Just the grittiness too Of east coast music Fucking gripped me
3: yeah it's a different um i mean i i'm I'm no expert you know but to me right it seems like uh as far as like hip-hop goes like like you know like you know everybody says if you want to become a great chef you got to go to france and that's what i that's how i feel the new york is the france of hip-hop you know what i'm
1: saying the birthplace
2: the birthplace hey you know what you 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 know what just to be just to further that point you know what i'm saying the the standard etiquette like that you when you go to like a fancy restaurant the whole you put your napkin in your lap which fork is which right you know no matter what country in the western world you go to that's how they that's how they handle it that all comes from france but the difference i would say in 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 regards to the the food culinary world and like hip-hop is that each region has Formed. I only only uh, made pretty, that
3: comparison because I'm, I'm a each fat region ass,
2: has. Hmm, what happened?
3: I only made that comparison because I'm a big fat ass. I apologize.
2: <laughs> no, no, it's all good, baby. You know, hey, I, you know I like you know I like to eat. You know I what I'm made saying some like, for you. You know what's up? <laughs> yes, exactly. And you're a great cook. But I was just gonna say, like, the only difference I would say is that each region has such a a unique sound and taking it in such a direction you know what i mean like and i'm gonna ask Nobi this like well i'm gonna say this to Nobie and ask him so when you look on his on your nobody when you look on your soundcloud page you know right it's pretty easy if if some artist is coming along and they're looking for a specific sound it is very easy to uh to find any sound that they are looking for on your page because you're like all right 50 cent type beat right kid ink type beat chance the rapper type beat and even though even though like each one of those sounds like the particular artists that you are like marketing to you put your own spin on it like right i can hear, be like all right i can hear that mob Deep influence, i can hear that uh little uzi vert influence but i also hear Oh, this is definitely made by Nobi. Like if somebody <laughs> played one of your beats, regardless, I'd be like, "This feels like a Nobi production." So, right two questions actually: one, um, what made you start marketing your beats in that way? And two, um, how do you define the Nobi spin that you put on each production? Like, how how do you get to that? Because obviously, it's like I can tell it's you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm.
1: Um, So, as far as the marketing goes. Um... A lot of other producers are doing the same thing right now. I think it's just it's an easier way like you said, like if you really want to go and not waste time, you could be like, oh, this is a doc uh, you know Eminem type beat this is a tech nine type beat um, I think it's just an easier way for artists to you know look on the page and cut out exactly what they want you know and what they don't want. So I think that helps like they' if they don't want it, little peep type beats, they're gonna skip that and be like, all right, for sure, I'm not fucking with that, you know what I mean, so, um, and for your second question, as far as what determines, like, what makes my sound, oh, man, it's hard to say, I just feel like, I don't know, I've been doing it for so long that it just kind of comes out, you know what I mean, like, and, like, I use certain sounds that I like that kind of speak to me, too, and as far as, like, meshing different genres and stuff like that, I think, um i like doing that so i think that also kind of speaks as me too um it's kind of hard to say like you know because i don't really go into beats and go like i want to make a novi spin to this really i just go i want to make this beat and then i just do it you know what i mean that's the best way yeah. i could explain that
3: i got a question for both of you guys on that same note on, as far as like producing um because i'm just trying to my point like from my end because you know when I'm when I'm like at a bar or or when I'm sitting at home high as hell. You know like uh, like I'll think of a joke or something that could become a joke that I could tell on stage and whatever I'll write it down or, or and then I'll, I'll I'll brush up on it. How do you do that in the same like? Is there a a, a, a version of that that you do for like beats that you come up with? Do, do they come out of nowhere or are you inspired by stuff you listen to? Like how do you? How do you, like, Matt, like, because uh, I'm just I'm thinking about listen- when I was listening to uh, to that first uh, Devils Dude, I was like, how do you just come up uh, with that? You know what I'm saying?
1: Right. So as far as the process, I mean, I guess when I really do think about it, as far as like when I sit down to make a beat, <clears throat> as far as like nowadays, yeah, I do go into it as far as like, OK, I want to make something. It's not like I look at it as like I'm going to make a West Coast beat. I look at it as like, okay, I'm going to make this specific type of beat. You know what I mean? And like when it comes down to it, like, yeah. So if I hear if I hear some shit like on a new project or a new album or something like that and that inspires me to make that type of beat, then, yeah, I go into it like, okay, I'm going to make this, you know, this Drake type beat or I'm going to make this type of beat. You know what I mean? So that's definitely part of the process
3: do you ever find yourself creating something that came straight up from your head and then you listen to something that sounds almost identical on the radio
1: man hell yeah yeah yeah, yeah for sure i mean there's so many sure? there's so many you know producers and shit out there it's like i bet you you know in the universe there's a fucking beat that's exactly dead on right. the same tempo same everything as a beat i've made because there's so many producers out there you know what i mean
2: <laughs> yeah i mean producers aren't like snowflakes they, they um there's human beings are not like are not exactly like snowflakes because well music there's only so many notes you can hit right and there's there's bound to be somebody coming up with a similar arrangement yep. at some point yep but i would say that you have enough unique stuff that it doesn't matter if like one or two things pop as similar you know oh,
1: yeah well i mean as far as um when it comes down to like say if i do want to just jump into a beat and not really think of it like i'm gonna make this type of beat usually i just fucking bang on the keyboard you know what i mean like i'll just play random chords and and it'll kind of evolve from there you know that's definitely a way that i'll that i produce sometimes too where it's just like it just comes together somehow and i just build it up you know what i mean
3: how, yeah. how much how much do you put into a beat until you finally like decide this is it because i you know i'm just like for example like like I'm, I'm always using i'm referencing to myself with this because i'm you know i'm just trying to understand like i'll tell a joke i don't know 100 times and it all sounds different you know what i'm saying right and i'm still haven't decided on how how to tell each one of them to this day. right like for you like how do you just decide like all right this is it like it does it is it does it take a long time for you to get down to that
1: i feel like and no, this is no disrespect to other producers, but I feel like sometimes producers put way too much fucking effort into their production. Mm. Like sometimes you'll, it'll almost like, it's almost like when I'm shooting, um, like I've worked with other directors and like this yeah. is the best way I could connect it to, to video is that these directors will think that you have to shoot a scene 50,000 fucking times and have that in the back burner. And I don't understand that. Like, I feel like that kind of ruins the energy and the flow of it. And when it comes down to production, like I'll sit down, I'll make the beat and I don't think about it being perfect or I don't think about it being that I could go any further with it. I just go, okay, this shit's done for me. And if people want to buy it, there you go. You're not pretentious with it. You just let it happen naturally. There you go. Perfect word. Pretentious. I'm not fucking pretentious about it. Like a lot of uh, there's producers that will tell you that they sat in a studio for 48 hours and fucking worked on one beat. And I'm just like, bro, that's especially in this in the market that we're in nowadays and the attention span of artists. It just it ain't it ain't the same as what it used to be. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Um, you can't just sit around and work on a beat for 48 hours if you want to make money. You know what I'm saying? Like, that ain't going to happen.
0: Yeah, no, I, I bro, I totally get it. Like, uh, Joaquin will attest to this. Like, you know, when we're doing video production, right. I'm, I try and be as efficient as possible. There's some people out there who will do 100 takes of a scene, they'll spend eight hours shooting one scene to make sure it's perfect. And I'm just like, look, I got to go. I got stuff. <laughs> people are doing me a favor by Facts. even being here. Like, I'm Facts. not trying to waste time. Did he say the line was the shot in focus. Cool, we yep. moving on.
1: Yep, that's how I like I, to work too. i the same I've way. been
3: on sets where they literally uh, take took like shots of the same thing, and but physical thing. By the end of it, I was like sweating. Like, I there's no way in hell that I'm doing it better now than I did the first
1: three times.
0: You know? Yeah,
3: so, yeah,
1: and that's how I feel about it. That's how I feel about. When it comes to being creative it's it's really hard it's really hard in this game to still love what you do when it becomes that that professional you know what i mean and like when it becomes that much of like uh and more of like a science than an art you know what i mean like we have to do this 50 times and at the end of the day like you said it's like i don't think i could have done that any better and liked it anymore you know what i'm saying so
2: so if it did become that well you know on the on the flip side of that um i think there are times depending on like what what you want to get out of the project and what the project is where you may have to take it quite a bit now i'll I'll tell one story real quick we were filming for one of our web series that we produce and uh there what we had a guest director I don't remember if we gave him the credit. I guess we gave him the credit. I'm not going to say his name right now. But we had a guest director. And really what that means is he he just kind of directed the actors, right? He didn't direct the camera. Phil Phil was behind on the camera work 100%. Right. But yeah, the other guy to like. Um, and that's kind of what I do too is like I float between camera and actor easy. I could, you know what I mean, as far as directing. But he had the director, the guest director, had our actor go through the same scene like a million times but because the actor we had um was a a a real sport about the whole thing and wanted to get the right performance b he wasn't a well-seasoned actor he was he's a good physical actor but when it comes to like delivering lines and stuff like that he needed work and because he took so many takes phil was able to edit the best possible version of that not just that scene but that whole that whole project so it's like it's watchable you know what i mean and i don't think he would have had um we would have been able to pull something together um without that i think there's a there's a rare time where it's like well it has to be watchable like if it's not watchable we gotta at the same time when we were shooting that it was like four in the morning and our two
0: actors are like passed out on the bed in the hotel room and we're just like all right well we still have three scenes to shoot we can wake them up and get one more, but we ain't getting all three. So we got to pick which one we're going to film. That sounds so, like dude. hell.
2: Yeah, it was. <laughs> I mean, we got we needed. Yeah. I mean, the point is, we got what we needed and the project came out right. Yeah. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, First do we,
0: we trade off those pros and cons to each style? You know, mm-hmm. I remember when we were doing, when we did Devil's Do. We broke it up over two days, and so we shot, like, the city stuff one day and then the wood stuff another day, and we shot two hours each day, and we were able to knock the whole thing out because I had everything storyboarded and planned out, and That's beautiful. I want to waste time. And we had tomorrow's June on here on the podcast, and we were showing them the video, and they were like, you shot that whole thing in four hours? It took us 12 hours to shoot our Say A O music video. Fuck.
3: <laughs> Fuck. You know what's crazy? We could have shot the whole thing in one night, I was just like i'm gonna give it a day before i go to the woods with these motherfuckers because i don't know them you know yeah
1: that's insane yeah i mean for me as far as when it comes down i mean shooting a movie or film is so much different than music video production like for me i have a set time as far as how long we shoot for so each music video that i shoot is done in three hours so that's how long it takes us. But people sometimes sometimes will, you know, get extra hours or whatever and they'll add that on. Um, I've done other video shoots too, though, in the past where it's been like eight fucking hours. You know what I mean? It's just like, oh my God. I just want to fucking commit suicide.
0: Oh my god. Me and Joaquin <laughs> did a music video last year out in Sacramento <clears throat> and it shot from like two in the morning till four in the afternoon.
1: Yeah, fuck that
0: like people were just passing out on Jesus. the floor whenever there was downtime there was just bodies everywhere if you weren't in the shop people were passed out wherever they could find something
1: man people were it really was, into that
0: one that's crazy it was it was, it was a challenge so what it was, was
1: a, what was what was making it take that long was it the actors were
0: doing so shit a, or a is the artist wanted to make it he wanted a Michael Jackson it where there's like short film moments scattered throughout the video, mm. or a, a fucking movie that turns into a music video for certain parts. Yeah. Yeah. And so the dialogue stuff to film and filming all these, this coverage and there was all these setups he wanted. And I mean, he spent a lot of money on this pool house he rented. So I totally get like wanting to get your money's worth right. and make the most production value. But when you got people showing up at two in the morning and they're there for 14 hours, like that's, that's a lot. Yeah. Hell that's yeah. a lot for a four minute song.
1: Jesus Christ.
2: That's huge. That's crazy. And I would say that in in regards to the style of, you know, did you flub your lines? No good for keeping it. Is that even if the actor's performance isn't quite what you would want, you, you can save a lot in the editing. I've been
0: cutting a long time. There's. There's a lot of shit that gets saved in the edit with me. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I mean, as far as, but then you also deal with, and I don't know if you guys have dealt with this type of shit before, but there's there's the director that will make you go through it over and over hella times. Just kind of, in a sense, to make it seem like they know what they're doing a little more, which is weird. I don't know if you guys have ever dealt with somebody like that,
0: but it's like... Yeah, where people are just like, oh, well, Stanley Kubrick did this, so I'm going to do a 30-dollar takes. They might not even
1: say it to you, but you kind of get that vibe. Like, look, bitch, I just did that shit right eight times. I ain't trying to do it again. You know what I mean? It's like
2: yeah it was perfect. perfect I gave the most impassioned performance of my life yes, what are I you doing that
1: teacup perfectly um, asshole hey
3: nobie so I, I I just uh aside from the hip-hop and the music videos you're right. also involved with with uh filmmaking like that's not related to that at all
1: um as far wait, <coughs> say this sorry I missed that question what was oh, it I,
3: you're you do films also because I, I, I know you said you did uh music videos
1: now but you're like you're doing short films and stuff too 'm working on I'm working on a script actually I mean I'm always I'm always like my brain is always going like a hundred miles an hour so it's like I'll sit like the other night it was like I think it was a week ago and I, I was up to like 5 a.m. in the morning like just writing out a script and I got like two scenes of it done or whatever but I haven't actually like jumped into the filming process on any of those on any of those projects but uh, no, I really do want to get into film and uh, you know because there's As far as that goes, that's more of just, like, a love for the art type thing. Like, I don't want – I do music videos now, you know, as a business. You know what I'm saying? And I still love it. I still love it. But as far as, like, film, I'd really like to do something that is, like, all the way me. You know what I mean? Like, as far as that goes. Because I know how to shoot things correctly and light scenes and different things like that. So I'm at the point where I could do that. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. No, i get that because when you're doing a lot of like commercial work and when you're doing a lot of freelance stuff you're really trying to deliver the client's vision not necessarily your vision yep, yep. well i was so- thinking about this the
1: other day too as far as you know when it comes down the difference between a producer and a music video director as far as i go is that like i said i'll make the beat and i'll put it out and then that's just what it is you can either like it or you can you know deal with it you know what i'm saying like uh, not not buy it or whatever when it comes down to music videos and music video production and stuff like that there's certain things where i almost like have a headache from hearing about certain little tweaks that people want and at a certain point i have to take myself out of that producer mind state into you know the tedious little things like oh i have a pimple right there don't try that side of my head or you know what i mean so it's like mm-hmm. that you have to work with other people. Like you were saying, when it comes down to working for clients and stuff like that, you have to get it right the way they want it. It's not your art.
0: Yeah, because yeah, that's, I think when, when people are just starting out with like freelancing and working with clients, right. it's it's hard for them to like get notes from the clients because a lot of times it's like, what? why would you want to change that? It's perfect the way it is. Oh, your idea is stupid. But you got to understand like, it ain't your thing. It's their yep. thing. just what they want. Yeah. Like, it ain't... Like, they're paying you. Just give them what they want. If it sucks, it's on them. Yep. Does it exactly. suck to disconnect on, with a project like that, though? Because,
3: you know, uh, I'm not saying, that I mean, does it affect their quality? Like, I, I mean, I don't want to, uh, I don't even know if I should ask that because I don't want anyone
1: in the future. You know what I'm saying? I mean, uh, you yeah. just kind of have to, I mean, the thing is, I take every project like it's a you know like it's a hollywood film anyways you know what i mean like regardless so in in the end at the end of the day when you do get to those big levels you're gonna have to deal with that type of shit anyways you know what i mean like and also you're going through when you get to like the levels of colin tilly who's like a a bay area director who's like the biggest guy now you know he does like justin bieber kendrick lamar he did all that shit you're not just going through the artist you're going through management You're going through creative directors. You're doing all this shit. So for me, to just have to talk to an artist right now, that ain't shit. You know what I mean? Like, really.
2: Yeah. Yeah, you just got to. We got a note from the label. It says that they want her in a pink dress. I have to shoot five scenes all over again. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You got to
0: just take your ego out of it. Because, I mean, there's even people in, like, the industry, like, in TV and Hollywood like editors who will get notes that they don't agree with, but you just got to suck it up and do yeah. it because that's what they're paying for. Yep.
2: Yeah. There's something to be said about the independent filmmakers that get to, you know, shoot their vision and make money off of it, you know, put it out in the little art house theaters and, yeah, you know, make their, make their million back oh, or yeah. whatever yeah. it is.
0: Like you also got to realize there's a lot that like, there's a lot of behind the scenes that you probably don't know. Like, Especially if you're working on like a bigger project or a corporate project, there could be licensing issues. There could be rights issues. There could be all kinds of reasons why they're giving you the notes they want or want the changes they want. Right. So. Yep. Yep. Do, do you Do you still perform? Oh, well, actually, right now,
3: I know right now there's no perform. But were you still performing before this thing started? The COVID started. Were you performing? Like-
1: um. No, I haven't done a. I haven't done a. Uh, when was the last time I performed? I think it was when we went out to San Diego and performed with uh, Jedi Mind Tricks. But, no, I don't really do too much uh, concert stuff anymore. Is that something that you –
3: because I remember when uh, – I don't know. It was a long – I saw it. We had, like, a flyer. Remember the Burnt Ramen? I think I did the show there.
1: Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Punch
3: shows there. I did, I did a show there, and I saw flyers up there.
1: Rest in peace, Burn Ramen. Yeah,
3: we're going to have Mikey Ramen on the podcast to talk about that. But,
1: yeah. Oh, man. He's a that's, – that's, yeah, that's a crazy there. guy right there. But, yeah, that's right. Kind of legend for sure. Those are
3: places, man, like I feel for the arts are important to have around because I saw that you performed there. I saw a lot of other people that I know perform there. I did comedy there. Like, if you yeah. wanted to – I mean, like, if you wanted to get back into it now – like where where what places would you perform? Like are you is that something that you want to do in the future or is that
0: off for now?
1: Well, to even go back to like the Burn Ramen stuff, like um, shit, we damn near put on me myself. My group is the yeah. in Gang. and uh, yeah, so we put on damn near like the first hip hop shows that ever happened at Burn Ramen, and those were like the best shows of my whole career. Like I remember, like and Burn Ramen in itself is just. It, it, that's home basically to me. You know what I mean? Like as far as music goes. So, I mean, in a dream world, it would be burnt ramen. Take that shit back home to burn ramen. You know what I mean? And like, it's not possible because they shut it all down. I'm sure the fire marshals are, you might, know, they would never let that. It shit might just
3: happen. I'll, let, I'll just leave it at that because, you know, I've been, in, I've been talking to homeboy, man, but, uh, yeah. Talk, uh, are you, the, the infant infantry gang? Um, how long, how long, yeah. have, like, how long have you guys been around? Because I remember when I was damn near in high school hearing about that uh, crew.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, the Inf Gang has been around for, man, I think it's like 12 years now, 10 or 12. Yeah. and shit like that. Like, we all met in high school. I think I was, like, a sophomore. Gmo was a freshman. Um Couple and there was a bunch of other people in the group and shit like Crowder. that. So Crowder. yeah, we've been together for a long time. Yeah, Crowder, Crowder. was your He's school my, too. He was in there with scams uh, elementary. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. That's my, that's my best friend right there.
2: Y'all, y'all had crew. Y'all had y'all were like, you know what? I I loved that time going to Contra Costa because there were like so many different like either rap crews or representative of rap crews. Like you had Lonnie, who was uh, yeah, he was like a part of a group called the. Trench I just Setters. seen him the other day. Lonnie was, matter of fact, I remember he's got
1: long ass dreads him, um, too. That shit blew. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah,
2: I seen, him, I seen him seen him at Bart like four months ago, just randomly in Emeryville. I don't even think he noticed me. Mm-hmm. We were in passing, but he and I used to battle all the time. And before, you know, like originally when I first started freestyling, it was it was kind of it was more like I was in a cipher. Even when I was in a battle, somebody said, you know, even when you battle people, you you compliment them. Stop doing yeah. it because you're losing. It's, it's cool you're clever but you're losing so no uh so me and me and Lonnie going back and forth actually uh got me to finally get up to the point where I feel like I beat him you know what I'm saying because I hit him with this line where I said something like um oh man I, t- I told him I told him something like you you know um I said your your rhymes are flabby they can't stay in shape it's you're out of style because you don't bathe them apes. And I pointed to his he had bathing apes <laughs> on. And then I said, You've you know, you could be old you could be as old as Genesis and you still haven't heard a flow as real as this. And then he was like, Oh. So then like he didn't have anything to come back at me. And then G happened to be like walking down the road and he was like, Yo, see my little man's over uh-huh. here. So then I don't remember what I said to GMO, but I remember G killed me in like Three bars, I was like, uh, um, <laughs> I'm gonna go back to the drawing board and do this again. Like, I'm just like, I got a victory. I'm feeling like I didn't kill, murder, move, Man. or something like that. You know? Yeah. <laughs> me
1: and Gmo used to tag team up there at Contra Costa. We used to be battling. We used to be battling college students because we were high school students going to middle college in Richmond that was like in Contra Costa. So kids were, you know, there was college students and shit. Me and Gmo, little asses, used to just battle people, roast roast the fuck out of people. You know what I mean? And that's where we kind of started to get our respect for the group and shit too. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, I, those are good ass times though.
2: Man. I, I used to like, back when I was working on my first group tape, I used to come through and like play you and Gmo the records off there and be like, what do y'all think? Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause it's, it was just in my nature to just ask other people who had been doing it a little bit longer or just other people is just, you know, just ask them for advice. And, like, Gmo heard one of my songs, and he was, like, well, it was one of my group songs. It was, like, me and Isaac. Um, and he was, like, yo, man, I really like the hook on this. There's actually, like, a, a theme to it. Because nobody, everyone, you know, talks about the artists once they get to, like, middle of their journey, you know what I mean? Where it's, like, that's when they first start getting good. But nobody ever talks about what it's like to do your, to, to create your wow. first songs. You know what I mean? Like, the struggle of, Learning how to like in those years, I learned how to count right. bars. You know, what I'm saying I learned how to memorize my songs and 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 go into the booth and then take less than you know because the first time I ever recorded, I think it took me like three hours to lay one song down. You know what I mean? And I can tell you when I was recording for Devils Do, Phil. How long did it take us to record Devils I mean, Do? I think we knocked that out in like ten fifteen minutes. Maybe yeah, yeah, like and. Phil was sitting there just like with his mouth dropped because he, he told me, he's like, it's like my friend that I've known all my life. I, I'm, I thought I was hanging out with Carlton Banks. Turns out I was kicking it with the Fresh Prince. Uh-huh. And that I say, thanks. You know what I mean? Like, cause, cause he had never really seen that, that side of me. Like he knows I can act. And I, you know, and I told him, I was like, you know, rapping is a lot like acting. You have to memorize your lines. You put on a little bit of a persona because even though your lyrics may be true to who you are, your mic presence matters, and this is just, you know, I've been doing it for a minute. But I, but it all started, you know, conferring with that little Contra Costa community. Like mm-hmm. it, you know, I am, um, you know, my whole crew, and it's it's weird. Of all the camps out there, because Lonnie was like the dopest in his crew. Like I knew other people in his camp, and you know, I'm not gonna say any names. I feel like he was he was the best, right? He was pretty good, but. All the other little groups and people out there, I felt like Inf Gang, y'all were the ones that really, that we could run with. Like, I'm like, if we were going to do tracks with anybody, you know what I mean? If we were going to like, you know how like what was it the Diplomats did like that joint album with D-Block mm-hmm. or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, these would be the people we run with. These are in our market. These are these are like like-minded people. Because you remember how, how deep my group right. was back in the day. I mean, Tony Gore, Cannibal, Amin Ra. You know, Shout out to Tony like Gore. just dude, that single that you produce for him hometown. Nah, I didn't right? make
1: that B. I just did. So uh, awesome. I did the video, though. Oh, yeah. You shot the video. No, it's good. My bad.
2: It was an amazing video. Right. It was on. an amazing video. <laughs> I was so proud of Tony when that came out because, you know what I mean? Like, I know where that man right. came from. You know what I mean? And he, he and I don't. I don't know if he's going to listen to this podcast, but I definitely want him on my, on my debut album. I, I definitely want to, you know, bring Tony Gore onto that. Cause you know, Tony Gore, like I wouldn't, he's one third of the reason as far as to what gave me the confidence to rap because cannibal, you know, in the trio pulled me aside and my homie Isaac aside. And he was like, yo, cause we were in a different group before onslaught formed It was like a group called GT and B and, uh, he pulled, they pulled me aside and they were like yo man like uh we really like you and Isaac your bars we don't really like the other guy and we don't want the other guy on our record <laughs> and then so you want to come and hop on, hop on our mixtape cuz we think the other dude's That's whack so and i was like you know somebody tells you something like that and you're like I don't right know right me. right like <laughs> you know what I mean? so you know i ended up on genesis and um like we i was on there twice cuz it was like me and isaac were were a duo so it's like they put me on a song isaac on a song and then they put both of us in the song with tony gore and tony pulled me aside and said look your conscious stuff is cool but i really really love it you know when you go gory you know what i'm saying because that was his favorite style of music and i was like i don't know man but 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 anyway it was just those were those were some of the best times um and in, in my in my young life creatively you know what i mean because i it, it was like finding a new path for myself and and you're you're a part of that you know what i mean like to this day you know what i mean whenever i'm like all right i'm about to i'm about to i'm about to do a new song i'm about to do it like you my latest group project the one that launched in 2017 as soon as i like healed up after my little after i got hit by a car and everything you were the phone you were the one i reached out to and i was like yo man like I need someone to mix uh, to do the impossible. I need someone to mix down records that were recorded outside, oh, yeah. like on a yeah, laptop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You
1: you yeah. hear the birds chirping and a squirrel. <laughs> and tree. you were like,
2: "Yeah, you you." And you were telling me you were like, "Can we bring in people to like re-record this?" And I was like, "Nah, I can't really get you know at the time." Uh, uh the other member that one of the one of the group members was just not trying to redo those records not because he thought they were whack but because he didn't tell me this at the time but i found out later his real reason was he wanted to go solo but he just didn't he just didn't feel up to telling me you know what i mean like and but what i will say it was really one another reason why i love working with you is because you never turn an idea down and i mean no engineer would but you were the first person to ever say to me you know what i like working about work working with you Jay? I was like why you were like because when you you actually want to experiment right. with stuff because you remember the tape was essentially all about batman it was yeah. batman year one and there was a certain and i treated each song like it was a scene um and from the graphic novel and there is a scene where like the police were Chasing Batman down an alleyway, and he was diving into like an abandoned building, and there needed to be a gunshot because I had a rap, a rap line where I said, you know, uh, um, uh, what did I say? I was like his left. I was like the bullet, the baseball. His left leg's the catcher's mitt. Catch it quick! And right there, you you edited the boom. We had footsteps of the police like trying to chase him into the burning building. It was. It was it was it was dope, and I and you were actually willing to sit there and search right. for these sound effects. Like yeah, it was crazy, yeah, true yeah. champ. Now, when my when I start when I come back in, and I mean it, I know I I messaged you a few months back, and I was like, "Yo, when I don't I think I said when quarantine is over, I want uh-huh. studio time because you know I'm I'm serious about putting this album out, and when we have studio time, sir there are definitely yeah. some sound effects because i'm i'm keeping that aesthetic of of my songs being yeah. stories like I, I like when i when people listen to my music i want them to feel like with the exception of maybe a couple of records i really want them to feel like man i'm i'm watching like he's rapping mm-hmm. a movie right now like and if that calls for like you remember um one of the tracks that's going to be on the album is uh, tears of yes, ice sir. You remember tears of ice yeah. And you remember like what I had you plug in for that. You know what I mean? It was uh clips from Batman yep. the animated series. Yep, 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 yep. Hopefully you still got that. Yeah, I got it somewhere. Hey, no, <laughs> but, no B, I got All right. I got it. <laughs> it was good, a been it.
3: If if you could yeah, if you could produce hmm. um if you could uh, produce uh, uh music for one rapper today or maybe one who's already
1: passed. Who would that be? Oh, shit. Um, So either it would be probably Kendrick Mm -hmm. Lamar or Vinny Paz. Uh,
3: That's
1: uh, uh, Mind Tricks, right? Oh, nice. Yep. And I'm in talks with him. I've been in talks with this fool for like a year, sending him beats back and forth, but we just ain't ain't got the right one. So it's just been like – that's just somebody that I've always looked up to, like definitely one of my top five. So I I was – Shit, I was obliged to even be in contact with him working on it. But, you know, we'll get there. You know, things happen, and, you know, we'll make it happen.
3: Kendrick Kendrick Lamar, huh? uh...
1: Yeah, I mean, that's that's just, like, that's top-tier level for me as far as, like, you know, if you really want to make a mark on the music game, that's somebody that you need to have production for. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you really want to make, especially in these times, like... That's that's somebody that that speaks to the people. That's like you know what I mean. That's historical shit.
2: Now, question: Describe can you, you yeah. can describe for our listeners what what would a Kendrick Lamar beat sound like to you? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like when you really like put it together, like what what is what is Kenny like? You know, so as far like. It,
1: how I would go about it, would probably be starting out. It would probably mm-hmm. start out real soft, like some orchestral shit with some piano, um, you know, and come in calm, maybe some, you know, some backup vocals behind it, you know, like some female vocals singing behind it. Mm. And then it would kick into some crazy West Coast, like hard hitting, you know, like Kendrick Lamar likes to flip it on people. So he'll go from, you know, zero to 100. It'll be crazy. You know, that's the way I see it going for sure.
3: Would you say that's one of the like your top like the top five or whatever, uh, rappers right now. That's like, uh,
1: yeah, I would definitely say he's definitely top top five five for sure. Yep.
3: You know, I, I, man, I've heard a lot of people mention. I'm gonna be honest, I'm not that familiar with his music, but I've heard enough people. Yeah. Now at this point that I'm, 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 you know definitely looking forward to checking some of their stuff out as far as the independent level like someone that you know like some you know we talked a lot about about this already but someone who is not on the radar yet who would you who would you recommend for someone to check out that maybe they could have a you know someone you could give a plug to like that
1: yeah there's a lot of people man i work with a lot of fucking talented people uh, uh. I mean, there's too many to name. There's Blase, Jason, the Sin God, Notro, um, of course, Gmo. Um, man, there's just too many to name. But there's so many talented people, especially in the underground right now. I mean, really, that's, it's not even really... It's crazy because there's such a control in the, in the music game now of the people being able to get to any level you want. You know what I mean? Like, as long as you are consistent and you make good music you could get to the you level it, of kendrick lamar dr like dre eminem insane. any of that you right. know what i mean you just have to yeah. hit it right and make the right moves so there's a lot of people yeah. out there right
3: that's that's what, what yep. do you think i mean as,
1: as far as, YouTube, as success like, and also just gaining right listeners that's, that's, you know what i uh, mean there's there's a ton the of them. That
3: kind of made it without getting signed a uh, uh chance to rapper like do you see do you see more of that happening now like it's already
1: happening. Mhm. Yeah, I mean, it's already happening. I feel like it's, yeah, that's the that's it's the age now. You know, there's a uh, perfect example is like somebody like Boogie. I don't know if you guys mm. have ever heard of him, but he's a LA rapper, and he was rapping. He's like kind of like conscious, but like gangster rap at the same time. But I mean, he went from you know having what a hundred thousand views on his on his videos to to millions to doing a song with eminem and getting signed to aftermath and and uh shit like that so it's like anything that you put your mind to you can really do like you know there's been things in my career as far as you know like it's, like i said like with vinnie paz like being able to get in contact with somebody that you yeah that you look up to from the beginning when you're yeah. just like a young dude and you're like listening to this music, well, man they probably don't even really exist. You know what I mean? They're probably not even in this in this universe. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's such a yeah. weird feeling like um I shot a music now, video. Right? I shot I don't know if you guys are familiar with X-Rated, but uh yeah, you know, he he went to prison for 26 years and I, yeah, he's out now. I was wow. able to through actually like social media and things like that. I was able to shoot his first music video coming out after 26 years. You know what I mean? And like that situation was so crazy because yeah. it's like, like I said, that's somebody who hasn't even really been in the real world for 26 years. It doesn't even seem real. And going from that to having a personal relationship with that person and, and, and getting like, a million, man, you know, uh, I think uh, we West got Coast like almost while, right? 2 million views <laughs> on that video right now. Remember, so, okay. You know, that's it's just crazy. nuts yeah, how yeah. things can happen. Right yeah 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 no yeah he yeah. recorded like he recorded Do you, like on
3: that same 10, note though like you know 12
1: 15 albums in prison as, like, it as was crazy because
3: there are a lot of people making it now and they, and it's in you know in every and not just in hip-hop in every art form there's a lot of guys you know that are getting discovered through yeah you know, i'll use a perfect example there's a lot of uh youtube comedians you know what i'm saying that are getting into it and it I'm not I'm not trying to hate on anybody because if you can make it fuck it, you know, whatever that's you know good for you. But do you think it also adds a lot of medioc mediocrity to the to the art?
1: Yeah. Right. Oh yeah, yeah, hell yeah, for sure. Um well the main thing I would say as far as that goes, you know, when it comes down to social media and stuff like that, as as easy, you know. As easy as it is to yeah. open the door to the mainstream and and like blow up like that, there's ways that you can do that with money. You know what I mean? There's a lot of artists that pay their way, and probably even, you know, fucking I don't know, comedians and actors that probably pay their way. You know,
2: right, money yeah. is
1: money is where it's at. And that's as far as if you really
2: if you want to take back it in the day, like I remember to um, blow up. That's how you reading do about. You know what I mean? Like it's not like the same with game it, within anymore. the last ten years. I've read some articles about labels of of past prominence. Like one of the things I found out about Murder Inc. was that right. a lot of their singles, um, when they would first launch them, the label would throw like a, a five hundred or a thousand dollars at the DJ to spin it on on the radio so many times, mm-hmm. because if you have right pay to play and if you have like a really catchy song even if it's not that good of a right. song if it's catchy right, pay to play. it'll stick in the person's head and they'll want to they'll hear it more and it'll be like okay they'll remember who Ja Rule is and they'll catch like wildfire so to to an extent to an extent it's always been you know the money has always been the quickest way money and, and also like yeah. knowing what you're doing as far as like writing a catchy hook what I like about the internet is somebody like it used to be for a long long time before like i would say before 2009 if you were like a rapper that was serious about your bars or uh if you were a rapper with a message um it was harder for you like a like a conscious message or a social message uh it was harder for you to gain mainstream prominence you know what i mean it was harder for you to get even even just to get to like Eight hundred thousand people to buy a record you know what i mean it was it's just negativity sells partying sells but since the internet age has come it's like we got our chance the rappers we got you know Mm. like I, i could probably name a dozen that wouldn't necessarily have had the presence now if it weren't for just jumping on youtube you know what i mean and
1: Yep. Well and that's where that's where like the music video stuff for me comes into play as far as like if somebody so has I, the right visual I they can mean, blow I guess what you're up like, hundred uh, percent you know what I mean? And especially with consistency uh, you know, with like, that type like of the stuff. The film, too. The
3: Sundance uh, well I'm trying to work it right. Soundcloud is kinda like hip hop's uh, uh, what, what was it? Uh, Sundance Film Festival kind of a you know, like it discovers all these new and and you know the the talent that you would never get they would never get a studio shot before like it right i mean that's that's really okay that's how to touch i am
1: <laughs> right well sadly i mean soundcloud is damn near out the window now as far as whenever yeah well when it comes down to so the big things like as far as if i was to tell an artist what to do to to make it is to get on spotify playlists to have uh you know kind of viral videos on instagram with snippets of your music or different things like that uh and then of course like music videos on youtube you know what i mean but you can't just do the same shit that everybody else is doing when it comes down to the visuals you have to you have to take it to another level right or just get crazy with it. That's what I try to tell artists is like is even if you just do one thing that's out of the ordinary in your music video, like if you fucking, I don't know, what's a good example? I don't know. Paint your face crazy. You know what I mean? Or do something that's not the normal, like take a step yeah. outside of your comfort zone and as far do as one thing in your music that you video that's, right that's going to catch people's eyes. That might be the thing one thing that gets us. you a million views. Do you follow that at all? Uh, well, it's, yeah, I mean, as far as, uh, well, music videos, is definitely the, uh, the X rated video. Like I said, that's almost at 2 million. Um, you know, there's a bunch of other ones that are, you know, like hundred thousand things like that. My, my SoundCloud where I put my production and stuff, that's about like, I think it's at 300,000 plays. So that's cool. You know, nothing crazy, crazy, but it really, what it comes down to is like, Compiling yeah. a bunch of stuff, and then you know, as soon as like you blow up or an Let artist ask blows up, question. that's when everything else hits. Well, you know what I mean? I got
2: three actually. I always ask the people. I always ask people to name their top. So I got three top fives for you. First top five, um, top five rap- rappers of today, and d- today being defined as like okay. the last five years.
1: Okay. Last five years. Shit. Alright. Um so one would be Boogie. That's who I was talking about earlier. He's like super you know. Mm-hmm. That's
2: different. that voice party work, um, sir.
1: <laughs> God damn, caught me off guard with that one. Let me see. <laughs> who else is dope? I know, right? Um you know, there's a there's a lot of different people that I fuck with. I mean, it's it's hard for me to say right now, off the top of my head. But yeah, Buggy's one of them. Um,
2: there's a lot of artists. Okay, okay I can't okay. even really think right now. All right, all right. As far as um, my top five, next goes. I'd but, like to say. You know, there's a lot. Um, of them what out are your there. top I'll just say. <laughs> five favorite music videos that you've worked on? Yep. That you made. I- okay.
1: Uh, well, recently, one is with this dude named Amen, um, and it's called Nevermore. And we shot that one in San Jose. It's super crazy. It's, like, super dark and crazy. We shot it with, like, a jail cell. Of course, the X-rated one, California Dreaming. Um, one of them I got to work with Brother Lynch Hung and shoot his video out in L.A. So that one was super crazy. That was called uh, 31 Summers. And uh, I shot that one with my homie Ben out there in LA, my boy Katz was out there with us too. Shout out to him. Um they, I shoot with this artist named Biko. He's super underrated, but all the videos that we've done with him are super crazy, so people should definitely check those out. Um and then yeah, one another one off the top of my head. Let me think. Uh 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 it would probably be Blase, and it was a song called yeah. Murder She Wrote, I think is what the song's called. But it's like a crazy take on, um, I don't know if you guys have seen Natural Born Killers. Yeah, it was like we basically replicated that in the music video, For so sure. it was super fucking dope. And that's that's one of my favorite movies, too, so it was a fun project to work on. And then a last one, an extra one, Gmo's video. The last one we all saw, right, all right, all right. Theater, okay. And that now, shit was fucking super dope.
2: Now, which leads me to my third question. Um, yeah, Return Liz. of the Filth. And all your time with Gang, uh, you know, can you name the top five like posse cuts that y'all have done? Yeah, because i i i can't really call it because all of them are all, all of them are amazing but you know and tell us a little bit about some of them I, like i, I there have been so many like my favorite is well i know i just said i couldn't pick favorites but i still have um that jam you guys did as a music video it was like you uh crowder cats gmo mclean like, to this day, I play that video to some of my students. Like, hey, have you heard of this, like, group They're from Richmond? Cause, you know, I work in Kennedy. That tell me, can you hear me? I am like a pilot. Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah. I mean, like, that's, what are your, like, yeah. top five favorite claps?
1: Oh, are you ready? Or oh, I'm ready. I'm ready. There you go. Yep. Yeah, I mean, that's one of them. Um, Home Sweet Homicide, which is a Richmond song with uh me and j harmony that shit was crazy we shot that all around richmond um but man we got a whole the crazy part is we got a whole Inf gang album that's probably never going to be released but it's just a yeah it's a crazy it's like 12 12
2: songs oh my god why would you keep that like, from the world you know
1: but <laughs> yeah we, we probably will never release it but that shit's crazy too it's uh not there's not one isn't that hey, painful to, hey. to to yeah. create That's something just how it, is. Where it just stays? You know, like I <laughs> wish I wish you, know, I wish you shows, could, but like, you know, man. things happen.
3: But do you have the, the do you have the option or not the option? But yeah. are you able
1: to release? Yeah, it? I produced the whole thing too, so that hurt extra hard. Okay. I mean, you have it though, right?
2: It, yeah, one day maybe. It sounds, maybe. Like, we'll it sounds like you need to we'll talk see. to the rest of the gang.
1: Oh yeah, no, I'm not <laughs> getting rid of that shit. No. Yeah. That's
3: it's that's gotta be stressful, man, like
1: working with a group. Yeah, everybody's gotta be on board. You guys
3: says I don't wanna I don't wanna have it released.
1: Definitely. Is
3: that is that how it works? I don't I don't dang.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's everybody's art, you know what I'm saying? So everybody has to everybody has to be on board to as far as uh, as far as to let uh, that go. But you never know what Music happen.
3: goes, man. I, I, you know, I, I, I got like, like kind of like the similar question that, that he had, but uh, cause I, when I heard that beat, I like, did you make that, Did you make that beat uh, before he yeah. mentioned to you at all, like for the, for the devil's due? Cause, cause it already had like a very horror, you know, vibe to it. Like, are you, a big, are you a big horror fan or is that just something? Yeah. Yup. Okay, because when you mentioned Mob Deep, Mob Deep has that same style. Right, it's right, right. Of, you know, it sounds like scary. Ominous, yeah, yeah, of course. Um, yeah. Is, is, so you just like producing that type of. Uh, I'm trying to get a sense of your sound. Like, yeah, you
1: get... Right. Yeah, I mean, as far as that, yeah, I mean, that's a good, actually, something that I never really. Uh, think about too much is that I do like the darker shit like I know I've worked with you know certain artists before where like we'll be sitting in the studio and then I'll start out with a beat and it'll be like the the loop or the the sounds in it will be you know upbeat (laughs) and then all of a sudden I'll add like a dark piano to it and then they'll just be like yo this shit's getting too dark I can't fuck with this you know what I'm saying so yeah, it's like I'm definitely I like the darker shit. Like you know what I mean. Yeah. Like a lot of the the new artists nowadays, they like, do a more lot of, like the trap now. shit, like, and me, I like how I like how me. it's a lot darker. And that's what
3: I was gonna say. Like this guy, you know got what I mean? Like it's a lot, it's <laughs> a lot more
1: ominous <laughs> for sure.
2: It's it's funny Phil and I when we were yeah
1: yeah yeah, yeah. so. Sure. You already know. Yeah, no, Immortal Technique Ever, definitely um, danced with the devil and shit. Sold like the beat
2: too. to somebody yeah. like an artist and then regretted it later and said, Man, I should have kept that for myself. Like back when you were recording verses for you know, putting out your own projects on a regular. You know? Or or has that never happened?
1: No, I never really felt that way. I've had artists that I've had artists come at me when they're when they're pissed off that I've sold a beat to somebody and they're like, man, what the <laughs> fuck?
3: Oh, man, I wanted that beat. You know,
1: I'm just like, with, uh, hey, man, I got to pay my bills. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> and he paints and he, and
3: he gets offers for some paintings and the paintings that he sells don't get offers as much as the ones he decides to yeah. keep. You know what I'm saying? So like for you, is there like beats that you have sold that you later on like, man, I could have done this with it shit. have you ever had those thoughts after after giving away your babies basically
1: <laughs> yeah i mean i yeah. always have i always have that kind of feeling of like cuz deep down me deep down in, in me is like the artist too you know what i'm saying so like my first love will always be recording music and writing music and shit like that so it's like, I'll find myself sometimes uh-huh. when I'm making a beat and I'll just be so like entrenched in it that I'm like, man, I could fucking make a song to this and I could do this and that, you know what I mean? But it doesn't happen. But still, I'm like, still like, oh man, I don't <laughs> want to fucking sell this, but fuck <laughs> yeah, it, whatever. But that, I'm not going to make a song anyway. You, I let me just put it out there. When you, you know sell what I'm saying? Somebody else will kill it. I don't it know shit. the laws or
3: anything, but like you, when you sell it, you can't do anything else with it yourself, right? Okay. What I'm trying what I'm trying to do nope. is yeah, I saw, I sell all uh, my beats exclusively. The Dude, so that means that I just basically
1: <laughs> sign off the rights. That's pretty much how it goes.
2: For sure, actually like. <laughs> <laughs> you know, hey. I'm not going to lie. I I'm, I think yeah. Nobi is going to like when you calculate I'm the beats it. I've already got from you and written to that haven't been recorded yet and then the beats I'm going to get from you, you're going to probably going to Lace like 70, 80, possibly ninety percent of my album. It's gonna be crazy. <laughs> Nobody and I've been working for a long time on stuff. And you already know. Um, you still writing?
3: You still writing down your rhyme? Hell yeah! Or, like, stuff That's that comes what's in up. Your head? Like, where do you draw inspiration from overall, man?
1: Long time. Yeah, we got a lot of history. Mm, okay. As far as when it well, so I'm a big like hook guy like chorus like i really like writing that's my thing right now is like if i am gonna write it usually comes out as a chorus or a hook you know what i'm saying so like i still do those here and there and like you know i'll do hooks for people and stuff like that but that's where i really find it i mean as far as so for me when Mm -hmm. it comes down to the music and stuff like my life is a lot different than what it was three four years ago you know what I mean? So as far as like making music from a grown person and like more matured and shit like that, for me, it's like I have to sit down and really figure out how I want to go about if I was to work on an album, I'd, I'd have to do it the right way. You know what I mean? Because I can't. Like I said, I've matured. I'm, I'm a lot. You know, creative not as much of a nutcase as I used That's to be. True. So it's like when it's it comes like down fine to music, it has to be a certain aesthetic to it. Have you gotten yourself uh, to where it's changed? Exactly. Right. 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 Where
3: that young yeah, fire yeah. has kind For of sure. burned away, though. Like you know what I'm saying? Certain moments where where you're kind of have to really, as far as I'm saying, it's like sometimes when you're younger and when you're exploring your creativity with uh, with an art. Certain things just kind of, I would say, like they they just ignite right, like faster. And then as you get older, you know, we got bills, with kids, and all this other shit that comes in. It, it sometimes,
1: oh yeah, you gotta flick your dick
3: to get it hard. You know what I'm saying? like
1: a- <laughs> Yep. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's definitely <laughs> uh, not yet, shit. Thank God. But, um, you know, it's yeah yeah oh yeah yeah i got you (laughs) but as far as you know as far as that goes it's like yeah um yeah i mean i would say when it comes down to back in the day all i wanted to be was a rapper you know what i mean like that's all i ever wanted to be and when it really came down to it and i got you know more into different aspects of things and and that's something like i've got a son he's seven months he's seven months uh old yeah yeah and like when he gets older like you can always change you know what i'm saying like i think there's like a bad thing about people like say right. you know like you said losing the fire type shit it's like you don't necessarily have to look at it like you're 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 fucking up or anything like that you know what i'm saying like people change people's creativity changes i i feel like i could do I can make music yeah. if I wanted to, if I wanted to sit down, but I just feel like I have more of a, <laughs> it, you, a destiny yeah, with other things, perfect, you know what uh, I mean? To make more of a mark on the world I as far as that I goes. Feel
3: sometimes when you, well, I mean, I don't know, I could, that, I could ask this to all of you guys, because all of you guys are artists, man. Um, like when you get, you're doing it so much that you, have you ever had that where you do it so much that you kind of lose the, the taste for it?
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's why it's that's why I feel like it's a healthy thing. Like I was saying earlier about trying new shit and and trying different things out, because, yeah, you can definitely get in a rut of doing the same things. Like I brought on uh, for the company for Noble Cinema, which is my my uh, my video company, I brought in a new uh, visual effects guy, my guy, Chris. And I brought him on probably, I don't know how long it's been now that he's been on the company, but probably six, seven months, maybe longer than that. I can't even remember right now. But once I brought him on, I was able to take the shit to a whole nother level. You know what I'm saying? And I have to pay him, but it's worth it to change the monotony of just it being a regular music video. You know what I'm saying? Like anything that I want, he can handle. I'm like, yo, cut this fool. Like Gmo's video, we did Return of the Filth and i i told him i'm like yo i want you to cut this dude's face off with a machete i want his i want his face to fall i want him to get hit with the machete and his face to fall off and blood to be all in his face and that and he did that you know what i'm saying so like that's the type of shit that i feel like you need to do if you feel like things are monotonous and you're just doing the same thing over and over you just have to kind of step out of your your comfort yeah, zone yeah that's
3: that's i mean you, that definitely gets you to grow beyond what you already know and 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 if I can I, I, it, sometimes some guys get so good that they get comfortable at only being that. You know what I'm saying? So that that's I think you nail the perfect example of how to stay creative creative as you grow because that some guys don't handle that well, yep. and that's why you have some dudes that are they're super talented, but they in their head when you talk to them and in their late 40s yeah. they still sound like a young teen, and you know no, no, nothing against that because you know I, I'm all for keeping your inner child. Inside at all times, but yeah, that that's that's a. Uh, right. I mean that's that's something I struggle with myself, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. No, I, just stand up comedy. Right.
1: Right. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. As, right. as far as uh, you make music well, you know, or what? I, when you, I was growing up, you like said I you I do metal.
3: Drums and band class, and then uh, stand up comedy. After that, but you I fuck kind of, with I metal music. Around with a few friends, who did a little bit of metal, heavy metal. Uh, played played a little bit at the burnt ramen actually that's how i first heard about that place but i i i we did a little you yeah, put music at the ramen it was right. it was just it was a uh, it was like three of us we we just covered metallica and you know but i don't know i don't know what you know i've i said it a lot of times i always wished i would have stayed with music cuz i i uh, you know i'm i'm passionate about music comedy wasn't something i really wanted to do it's just something i got into because of somebody suggested it and and, and it just felt right when I was performing. You know what I'm saying? Like I I love doing music. Like I love performing. Uh, You know, we did a few shows when I was in band class and I still have drum set and guitar laying around here. Uh, Before a show, I'm always listening to some of my favorite songs. You know, that's how I get amped up for the show. Um, But Mm -hmm. as far as – like when i when i am when i have actually gaspar who's 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 one of the hosts here uh when i first saw him performing seeing a local comics perform live it it did something to my brain where it was like oh man i could do it so in that same note was there something like that that you saw like a local artist that you saw performing like oh i want to get into it because that's what inspired me more than
2: anything Okay. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. I mean, not really. Not really local artists, as as more as like people on TV, and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Or like listening right. to the radio and all that stuff. Like, yeah. You know, you see music videos, and you see you know the MTV awards and shit like that. And people on stage in front of thousands of people, and hell yeah, I want to get up there and do that same shit. You know what I mean? Like that's that's definitely. A huge inspiration back in the day for sure you know but also the people that i surrounded myself with like you know people in my camp and shit. we do we do you know shows and and put on our own shows and stuff like that and that shit was inspirational how too because we were able like, to bring you in you know you like food. like that show perfect example with <laughs> burn ramen it's like i think we had like 150 people there the first show that we did Shit, right. man. It was it was rough, though, because uh, we got into fights and a whole bunch of other shit happened. So, you know, that's just how Burn Ramen was. But <clears throat> I always remember those times as far as, like, you know, if you really want to talk about the come-up, that's, like, performing at that spot. Like, I always tell people, I'm like, yeah. that was the place that inspired me to want to do this shit forever. And, like, you know, as far as music goes, even. Because I'm still in the music game. You know what I mean? Like, it's not even just because I'm doing music videos, it doesn't mean right, that I'm right, not. Right. In the music game, it's like I'm in it still. Like I still have that, you know, that love for it. It's just an, in a different way, you know what I'm saying. And I feel like with comedy, I mean, tell me if I'm wrong. Yeah, you know what I feel like.
3: And, and our music artists and comedians is, is are insane. a lot. Like,
1: alike That's why I have a lot.
3: Like of I feel like there's a lot of similarities and and, um, and comedian friends and and the the, uh, the thing the thing you know what's crazy that I always see in, in us uh, more than like actors and any and anyone else. We have other, I don't want to say aspirations, I guess you could say it. Like, I know a lot of, a lot of uh, musicians that, 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 right. that they wanted to be comedians, you know what I'm saying? But they're musicians. And a lot of comedians that like, like me, I wish I was a musician. And, and something about that, right. you know, that want, that, that kind of drive to do that other thing. It it makes your your thing that you do, like it gives you all that passion that you had for that other thing. It kind of, I don't know how to explain it. Like, you, (laughs) it's going to sound cold, but like, if you, it's like you're thinking about another girl while you're with your girlfriend. You know what I'm saying?
1: Like,. Well I, a, a less cynical way to look at it is you know, you if you're creative I you're like gonna, that. You, if you're creative it's like you're gonna you're gonna see some comedians on TV and you're like, Oh, I w- I wanna try that. You're gonna see some musicians like I wanna try that and if you're creative you probably yeah, might I, have the talent it, to do more than that. I thought
3: yeah, that, that thought does come to my mind. Like that's why I like hanging out with yeah, yeah, I have a lot of friends who are bands yep. and when we hang out, you know you know, I, I see them performing, I see, you know I've seen uh, Joaquin performing and then just, I think, man, how, how do they do it? And they'd say the same shit to me, you know, how do you, how do you get up there and you, you tell these stupid jokes and, and you don't, you don't, you know, get nervous. I, that's one of the things we like that. Right. I think we, we have in common. We both get nervous and we both have that, you know, we go to war in the same in different battlefields, but you know, it's the same thing. Um, as far mm-hmm. as you, like, I always ask this: have you ever, I mean, I don't, this is the only time I've ever talked to you. Um, I think I saw one of your boys performing stand-up once. I think, I don't know if you remember that. I think you, I think you, is that, yeah. is that who it was? Yeah. I think it was McLean. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's actually I think so. yeah, I think the Boiler Hall called That's, that's what I you for. call here.
1: Was it over there by the marina? Yeah,
3: yeah, I saw that.
1: They turned. You know in that CBS? shit's like a. You know, like <laughs> right by there with the uh, crane way. Oh, wow.
3: That's like a COVID. As far as, oh man, like a, hospital. A now? Perfect thing you just brought up. Right now with the shit. Wow. Like, have you been making out a shitload of new content, or what? Have you been using this time for?
1: So, yeah, I've been, I've right. still been shooting music <laughs> videos, but I've been, I've pretty much told yeah. people like it cannot be huge groups. You can't be doing a fucking video on a side, oh, I have a, you know what I what mean? Like that shit is just not going to have fly. a question since, you know since, what I mean? Um, so I do so a little been, bit of photography and I'm production. like, you know, like I'd be like photography would be easy. Cause I could easily be six feet away from people. But like, what has been people's response to, to you or, or, or do they come right. to you? Do you come to them? What has been people's response to working during this time? so there's been certain people that i that i that i had mm-hmm. scheduled that didn't want to shoot and we just rescheduled and then there's there's other people that were down to to shoot but i pretty much just told them like i'm gonna be wearing a mask or we're gonna be six feet apart and i don't want hella hell of people at the shoot and you know just a bunch of different things and then like like uh, mm-hmm. not giving high fives and daps that's safe and, and responsible. Shit. Like, that shit we can't do. Mm-hmm. You know right side, like, I, I just had to much put it on the
2: There's probably some table. artists out there who's always wanted to film a <laughs> so. Mortal Kombat theme music exactly. video, and now it's like the masks are a go. Some <laughs> 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 <Not laughs> no like you get the whole squad up there is yep.
3: dressed up like ninjas. Yep. <laughs> Exactly. We always ask, we ask most of our guests this, man, what's one of your favorite horror films? Because, you know, Joaquin does, and, and Phil do that thing. And, yep. and we talked about how you have that little eerie vibe to your beats. What's one of your favorite horror films?
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so from back in the day, one of my favorite ones of all time is Chucky 2 that's my shit i like the original the original child's play but um i like the second one for some reason because there's like the scene that always like stuck with me is like they're like it was him and the kid got stuck in like the factory and and chucky gets his hand stuck underneath (laughs) his gate and he fucking (laughs) pulls his hand off like from his arm and you just see like all the stringy blood
3: (laughs) it was so gnarly bro like
1: that's just all one uh, of my all-time favorite scenes, so I'd have to say that. But, like, a movie that, that people probably don't that even, they don't, should never yeah. check out, but it's,
3: like, I, one of those I movies still that I really seen fuck you it, up is a Serbian it's been discussed film. Don't, on this podcast. <laughs>
2: You know, <laughs> have you guys I, seen it?
3: I'm gonna be honest. I don't man. think I ever will. <laughs> through, uh, like, a lot of horror films, uh, like, maybe four or five years ago, I, had, I feel yeah. like I had seen it all. And then I, I looked up, I typed, I Googled uh, most disturbing, you know, or most... Yeah, yeah, like I went, I went, I first went the scariest films of all time. And I looked at the list like, I've seen The Exorcist. I've seen you sound Exorcist. like me. So then I just put Disturbing. <laughs> I remember that was number one on a lot of the lists. And I was like, all right, let's, let's see what's up. And it was like, don't, I wasn't scared, but I was like, I, I, I couldn't touch myself for two weeks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs>
2: oh,
3: <yeah. laughs> it was, it
1: fucked me up. Yeah.
3: Yeah. It fucked me up.
1: <laughs> yeah. 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 Automatic warning. Yeah, bro. But see, the only reason I even bring that one up is because that's some shit where you probably can't even take it to another level than that. Like, that's... The, when I think about, like, horror I, films yeah, and, like, I gore movies that, and shit like, like, like that, like, got you just ain't gonna top <laughs> yeah. that. It,
3: all the actors... That Anyone fuck. who agreed to be part of this shit should be arrested right away because, yeah, because you watch it and it's like, that's based on real shit, you
1: know? <laughs> yep. Yeah right. Like imagine how <laughs> awkward it was to film that movie though. Just like, all right, we know hey, we got some really fucked up. up. <laughs> like
2: no, shut up. You know? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like
1: you know everybody went
3: home Dude, with their heads Just
2: ashamed of themselves
3: <laughs> Oh shit. Uh, yeah
1: yeah
2: that's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah crazy I
3: I, I, I don't nah, know why nah, that wasn't me, I didn't bro. That wasn't me. because that, that movie doesn't like people <laughs> yeah, talk about it, but not like you know like I'm it Nah, nah. <laughs> like nah nah. Uh, that's crazy. Uh, yeah, man. I, you know what? Um, yeah. When, when I the, yeah. I remember that. I always, I did, I never, and I don't know who to ask because I didn't know anybody that was in, in your crew. I was like, is it INF or is it INF? And you just cleared that up for me earlier because I didn't know. Yeah. So it's the INF, inf gang. That's what that's who you call yourself, INF gang.
1: Yep. INF gang. <laughs> Yep, yep. Started out, it started out as uh, the infantry. I actually have that shit tatted on. What's too, what's an infantry? But, like, uh, why did you yeah, it started out as the infantry, and then we made a name? song called Inf Gang, and then that that It'll just drive, stuck yeah. forever. Between, so
3: yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, just yeah, like they, a big ass group on that team. No, have right? like you know what I'm saying, like
1: not fucking around. You know what
3: I'm saying? Like, I mean, I don't know if that's even something you want to answer, but.
1: Yeah. Right. I mean shit, no, mm-hmm. it was like it was just a brotherhood and, and you know, we all grew up in Richmond, so you're 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 surrounded by fucking gangs and shit. So it's like you gotta fucking either you gonna join that shit and, and rep that yeah. or you're gonna <laughs> fuck with your brothers and do whatever you're gonna y'all, do on the side. So I always looked at it as like you know, of course we weren't jumping each other in and shit, you know what I'm saying? But we always rode for each other like, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. We still are family, exactly. so it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, you know, and that's what, just what how it was. it was. Like, I mean, Richmond, if you really want to um, say a gang, that's okay, some shit. Okay, yeah, that's, that's how you. Rock that's why I like doing this, mean? man, because you know,
3: there's Richmond is such a small city, and and and, yep. and there is a lot of talent that's coming from Richmond. I I didn't expect this much. Like I, when I first when we first started this, I thought maybe we'll hell yeah. 10 episodes yeah of, and cover all of the artists that come from richmond we're at like 49 almost right phil like something like that and it's been almost all richmond something prepared. like that just discover as right. it goes like you know we've done local politicians and stuff like that and you mentioned you wanted to do uh, a podcast i i think i think you should man that'd be a good thing for you especially right now that you got i don't know if you got the time or not but um you're doing you're, you're doing this well man you're a good speaker
1: Yeah. Right on. I appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, I just have so much other shit going on. Uh, like, well,
2: man, correct me if I'm wrong, though. But, but day, didn't but, you guys have a? You know, I like to leave it to the like a, you guys? A, a vlog <laughs> going on for a while on YouTube. I, re- I remember the intro the imp meet. Yeah, like that was.
1: Oh no, no no that was that was the that was my first video company so it used to be Noble Cinema used to be Inf Gang Media and I was like like when I really was like okay I need to start taking this shit yeah, professionally yeah. I'm like nobody's gonna hire me for a wedding shoot if I have Inf gang Media at the beginning of my shit you know what I mean like nobody's gonna want to take some fucking corporate <laughs> who's, who's kidding all right here we go we need a corporate commercial Mr. done Q's who's doing KD it Inf gang Media oh yeah yeah fuck that you know what I mean like. So. <laughs> yeah man it's, it's
3: been great up. talking to you bro. I, 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 um, for real like I I'd I never really actually talked to you I, I've seen you around you know like in, it, I mean in Richmond you see like I remember that show that you, you mentioned uh, uh, the comedy show that was one of the first comedy shows that I went to that I saw Gaspar perform and I, I remember you, I remember you from the your crew because Crowded and I can go back to like elementary so yeah that's crazy small ass world man
2: yeah
1: i used to have this small ass like, world
3: bro everyone like, in
2: richmond amount, yeah richmond is, is just too small richmond. for its own good
1: that's that's the thing
2: it's yeah just small
3: fucking <laughs> a, a, any anything you you want to plug like, <laughs> that, that you have up, up and coming Facts. I mean, like, in the x-rated video anything else that you or anyone that you want to shout out Inf
1: Gang? Yeah, I mean, shit. Shout out to the Inf Gang. We talked about them enough. Um, yeah, you can follow me actually on Instagram at okay. Imp Gang, I-N-F-G-A-N-G. That's like my personal shit, but I post a bunch of the videos and, and different things like that. And then also okay. my, my company page on Instagram is at Noble Cinema Official, and Noble is N-O-B-L-E. And then, you know, Cinema Official. Um, yeah, okay. I mean, yeah, just follow me on there Joaquin, in the SoundCloud. Got some? Uh, Noby-inf-gang for all I got some, I,
2: well, I mean, thank you for yes, coming sir. on, man, like, and, and blessing us with this wonderful interview, and... Do it again, um, if, you time, if you got time I said down, down
3: in the future.
1: D- Hell Yeah. hey man it's all good i appreciate you guys reaching out i've been telling why man I'm we're just too, glad like, you had the time to man, do i, quite frankly, podcast, I have, do want to guys podcast because i've been seeing you guys do come back again in our
2: studio rather than over the phone man the couch is comfortable the sega genesis mini is fun hey, it's, it's, it's that's, a that's, that's dope experience
0: hell yeah but that's that's the best part of this whole pandemic is all the guests that were too
2: busy to come on the show before, all of a and sudden they got know, no excuse. To yourself, though, we can get like the whole Inf gang to come together one day like we had a tomorrow night. Yeah, Facts. I know, I know, I know. It's huge. It's huge. It's huge.
1: You need a
3: big yeah, ass man. room
2: for that. I, I, <laughs> I just thank you and I look oh, forward yeah. to working with you soon, man. As soon as this quarantine plus
3: Hey. You know, you too, man. we real quick. Just the last thing I wanted to—if there's someone out there that's like thinking about, Off-tops. you know, yeah, y'all be me, safe out there, man. Is, they're at about. What yep. would you say to? Them? But.
1: Uh, I would say take it like take it like it's a real job and stay consistent. Don't take it as. Don't take it as you're going to change your mind tomorrow. Look right at this on. shit for like a 10-year plan that's to make this shit happen. Don't, that, don't bitch out because shit doesn't work right, out one day. voice
3: party, Phil. Take this out.
1: Straight up. <laughs> All right. Thank Straight you, up.
0: everybody. Thank you for hopping on. Noby, this Later. is the voice party, and we All are out. out.